1: almost inevitable invasion of Ukraine by Russia and the continued failure of voting rights legislation in the Senate. So to start off with Russia and Ukraine, like I said, it's pretty much inevitable. They have hundreds of thousands of troops on the border. Uh, Putin is hell-bent on reforming the Soviet Union's power structure with the former satellite states like Ukraine. And, you know, he's a mob boss. He's getting up there in age. As Tom Nichols has said, this Russia expert, he's actually pretty erratic and arrogant, despite him being, you know, we think of him as a stone cold killer, like a mastermind. He wants a legacy. Putin wants something for him to do as, you know, last 10 years of president of Russia. But there's nothing really we can do because Ukraine is caught in between independent country, Russia's antics, NATO, not really being able to absorb it into the the alliance. So, the ball's in court now, and, well, that means Biden is, you know, having to just react effectively right. and swiftly. And I think he's doing that. He's getting the gas to Europe because Germany took out the nuclear power plants, which was Merkel's one big real mistake. And, you know, they need that Nord Stream 2 pipeline. It goes from Russia through Ukraine to Germany for heating, for natural gas. And, you know, that's why Germany's been dragging its feet. Biden's been getting them around. And finally, it seems like we're getting a night front on this.
0: Well, Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky has actually been pretty disgruntled with a lot of Western leaders and President Biden. He's mentioned that Western leaders talk of war being imminent hasn't helped his country and has, in fact, only destabilized the economy. And he makes the claim that the Ukrainian people have lived with the threat of invasion since the 2014 invasion of Crimea. And I must say, you know, I understand where Zelensky is coming from and his criticism of President Biden because he likely knows that the situation is a lot more dire than he makes it out to be. And I think what Zelensky needs and what he wants in order for Ukraine to, you know, make a good stand against Russia is he wants a country that is stable, united and not in a state of panic so that Ukraine's ready for a potential onslaught by Russian armed forces. And this is especially important because the morale of the citizens is extremely important. Citizens will be impacted not only by direct military warfare but also a failure in infrastructure due to a wave of cyber attacks. And I wanna actually segue there into an aspect of warfare that people don't really speak about, which is you know, Russia's cyber warfare capabilities, which are massively advanced, which have already struck infrastructure here in the United States. Uh, it is said that Russia has the potential to shut down Ukrainian power grids, oil lines, pipelines, all different types of infrastructure, which could severely harm the Ukrainian population and the armed forces before Russian troops even cross the border. They've already conducted cyber strikes, shutting down government websites and resources. But um, I expect that in the event of an invasion of Ukraine by Russia, it'll be preceded by a massive unprecedented wave of cyber attacks on Ukrainian infrastructure.
1: The thing here, though, is that we need to just react to it. We can't really send troops on the ground to Ukraine. All we can do is beef them up with money and Cyber defenses and missiles and whatnot. You know, there's talk of going after the oligarchs, going after Russia's richest men, and, and saying, no, we're not just going to put you on the regular sanctions. We're going to get your money out of London. We're going to kick your kids out of school in London. We're going to go. We're going to kick you out of Swift. We're going to make sure that you don't have the money supply anymore. So that's one. That's one thing that's going around to say, okay, if Putin wants to on this onslaught, as you said, Joshua, against the Ukrainian people you know, through cyber, you know, China power grids, make them pay. If Putin wants to do this big last stand to unite, you know, this nonsense about Ukraine not being an actual country, not being actual people, they're just Russians, make him and his inner circle pay because Russia is run like a mafia.
0: Yes, that's true. But unfortunately, no matter what President Biden or Western leaders or other countries do, you could react and punish Putin for doing so but you can't actually prevent him from invading Ukraine. I mean, if you look at what President Biden has done, he put 8,500 U.S. soldiers on high alert, and he says that he will be sending U.S. troops to Eastern Europe in, you know, in the short term. But you know, everybody in the world, and Putin especially, knows that I mean, despite placing soldiers in Eastern Europe, Biden has no intention of actually using them in direct warfare. I mean, the idea would be right. completely ridiculous, especially after the war in Afghanistan, nonetheless. So, it's not really that much of a detriment to Putin himself because well, no one NATO is actually
1: going to. no no one NATO is actually going to put boots on the ground. No no other country, but even off the United States, was going to do that. But NATO is actually stronger. Like the one good thing about this is that NATO is actually looking to expand into Sweden, into Finland. Ukraine is more or less going to be a casualty. At the very least, there's going to be a coup. There's going to be something. There's going to be major damages. But overall, this is not going to be the World War three everyone thinks it is. I mean, this is probably going to be Crimea, the 2014 annexation on a larger scale. But even then, does Putin really want to send all those troops into Ukraine, you know, slaughtering innocent people that he says just are Russians? And he, wants well, to he doesn't he to doesn't people? care
0: about the loss. Of, well, I, I don't think he really cares about the loss of human life. He also doesn't care about the fact well, to that the his,
1: Russian people, if he's going to convince the Russian people that it's worth it to send hundreds of thousands of, of Russian troops to die in, uh, you know, Kiev, you well, know, in that
0: sense, it, w- it will be far worse than Crimea because Ukraine, ha- Ukraine has, you know, has its own military and it's not an incompetent one by any means. Uh, and the invasion of uh, Ukraine by Russian forces will be an extremely bloody fight and there will be massive casualties, both civilian and military. But that being said, ultimately, Putin wants to secure glory for himself and, you know, create his own legacy because he'll likely step down uh, once this term ends because he's already aging. You know, I don't think he really cares about the loss of human life. So on our next topic, the continued failure of passing voting rights legislation in the U.S. Congress, as well as bills on election reform. So a vote in the Senate recently had failed to reform the filibuster, which would have allowed for the passage of uh, several voting rights packages. Obviously, this is completely disgraceful because after the 2020 election, a lot of voter laws enacted in many states restricted voter access through methods such as Removing ballot boxes and reducing times for early mail-in voting, and it's worth mentioning that a lot of these laws, a lot of these reforms that these states made, were motivated by false claims of election fraud propagated by the former president. As we know, according to the Department of Justice, the election was the most secure in American history, and yet we are somehow headed backwards, and we are continuing to restrict voting even further. I don't expect the issue to get any better um, after the 22 midterms, because most likely what will happen is that Congress will be swept into Republican hands, and they're going to prevent any measures or motions whatsoever to increase the voter access. You know, I think the really sad part of it is that the Democratic Party has become completely ineffective despite an actual majority, thanks to Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema. And additionally, the Democratic Party has to entirely rely on itself because no Republican is willing to go to bat for these issues on the alleged grounds that federalizing elections is a threat to state sovereignty and that the states deserve the autonomy they have to run elections in their state. So the question is that as time goes on, will the Supreme Court, I think, strike down these restrictive voter measures that are being enacted in these states, or will it just sit by idly? So I think that's a big question as well.
1: We've I've ranked about this before. If you follow me on any social media, you know I post about this frequently. There, there's nothing for me to say here except Turn out in 2022, turn out in 2024, and keep turning out. Just turn out local elections, turn out state elections, turn out federal elections, turn out for Congress, turn out for the presidency, turn out in the midterms, turn out in the presidential election years. That that said, You can protest all you want. You can post all you want, like me, all you want. If you don't show up and vote, though, there's nothing else to do. I mean, if you don't like how Manchin and Sinema are acting, go pick, go get our two seats. Democrats, so that they don't have full control over the Congress. If you don't like how the there's stifling a Biden's agenda, check your voter registration, go to vote.org. Don't like January 6th, don't like how Trump McConnell and McCarthy are acting. Make sure you don't take power by voting for people in all parts of the state, local federal governments to take out their benches, take out the people who are supporting these people the Republican Party. I mean. There's nothing else for me to say. I mean, that's it. Go to vote.org. We'll link in the description. Go check your voter registration. Go tell your fans and family, you know, if you're able to vote, go vote. And that concludes this episode of Gen Zero Talk Politics. Be sure to join our Discord server, follow us on Instagram at Gen Talk Politics and on Twitter at Gen Zero Talk Poly with an I and add or email us to ask your burning questions.
0: Thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next time.